With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. How grateful are you that we live in a country where we are no longer under the divine right of kings. We are no longer prisoners of a queen or a monarch or a, or a king or a dictator. I'm so thankful for that. And as we move into the Thanksgiving season, I just want to really emphasize that uh, gratitude, thankfulness, gratitude determines the attitude that determines the altitude of our mindset. Isn't that great? An, an attitude of gratitude determines the altitude of our outlook on life. I think VeggieTales said it best when they said, a, happy, a, uh, a grateful heart is a happy heart. <laughs> and we used to teach that to our kids when they were really little. And so as we move into this Thanksgiving season, uh, I want to talk about something specific tonight that I'm particularly grateful for. Well, what I wanted to talk with you about tonight was something uh, that, I, that I was thinking about. You know, we, we, uh, we, we are watching our country literally disintegrate. I, I'm watching videos uh, from other countries who are laughing at our leaders. And, and while that's not um, um, the determiner of truth who mocks us, uh, people laugh at me, maybe people laugh at you. They, they mocked uh, Jesus himself, even crucified him. Um, but... It's very telling that we desperately need leaders of character and maturity and faith and people who actually love the people of this country and love the principles of this country and are not trying to fundamentally alter it and are not trying to fundamentally destroy it. So when I look into God's word, and if you can see this here, I know it's getting kind of dark, but but. The mandates from heaven with regard to civil government were very, very unique in all of the world. You see, in ancient Israel, there was no king. The, the only king was God himself. How great is that? How great is it to have a country where you get to follow the most benevolent, the most just, the most merciful, kind, and, and uh, loving provider, protector, and giver of truth in all of the universe. And it was so great when God set up civil government for Israel, there was a house, there was a Senate, there was um, an executive branch, there were, there were courts, there was even a Supreme Court. And the power was limited. And it was all pushed down to the local level. And people voluntarily covenanted with God to follow him in his ways they wanted God to be their God and he they wanted to be his people and and because of their self-governing form of government Israel was for a long time the 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 gem of the world the most prosperous of nations because they were in partnership in sacred relationship with God and then of course they wanted kings and then they they went the way of the rest of the pagan nations and they wanted a king to provide and protect protect them in war and give them safety. Safety was a big deal. And, and they thought they'd be safer, better off with an all-powerful king. 
Well, we know how the story goes. And yet our founders went back to that ancient Hebrew Republic before this idea of let's be like all the other nations. See, we do that today. You see the United Nations, everybody wants to join together and, and sort of homogenize civil government to become uh, buddies with one another and, 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 and have this same form. But ultimately it proves to be very, very dangerous. And so our founders understood that because of the selfishness of the human heart, what we need to do is get back to that model where government is limited and powers are checked with checks and balances. They're broken up. And ultimately the people are the ones who govern the nation as they voluntarily submit to the mandates of heaven, not the mandates of a king or a, 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 a dictator or a fuhrer or a queen. And our founders set up our government that way. And I'm so thankful for that as we go into Thanksgiving. Let me ask you some questions. Just three quick questions. Are you thankful that you are an American? Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Well, here's an important distinction between being a citizen of America and the subject of a kingdom. Would you rather be a citizen or would you rather be a subject? Because all throughout history, people, peasants, serfs, whatever, were subjects of a kingdom with an almighty ruler. You see, citizen means literally co-kings. We're co-rulers. Now, citizens of the United States, you've never heard people say we're subjects of the government. We're citizens of the United States, which means we're co-rulers. But with the authority to rule along with everyone else, there comes responsibility. You could just be a subject and push all the responsibility to the king or to the government. That might be an easier way to go. Let me ask you another, another, uh, another question. Do you want to govern yourself or would you rather be governed by someone who knows better? Someone who's really promises to have your best interest in mind and, and can do a better job of governing you and your children than yourself? Or do you want to be self-governed? Now, if you self-govern, 
there's responsibility with that and you could make mistakes and you could cause some problems. Which would you rather? Here's another way to ask it. Do you want personal freedom and risk losing safety? Because if everyone has personal freedom, we could make some bad choices and we could lose some safety. Or do you want safety no matter what? And you're willing to lose your personal freedoms. Well, as we've been reading through the American Covenant book and and history tells us that we set up a nation that was very clear on all three of these things. Number one, they set up a system where we are citizens. We are co-rulers, co-kings. And with that comes great responsibility. And so how do we mitigate bad decisions? How do we uh, minimize bad decisions When you have so many average people co-ruling the United States. Well, by the way, how do we do that? We do that through voting. We we elect our own leaders. And so we vote so everybody has authority and power to to elect leaders who then make our laws and then judge people whether or not they've broken those laws and then enforce the laws and punish the evildoers. The way that we mitigate bad choices is by educating ourselves in the word of God. We, we, we learn who God is and we learn about his ways and then we teach those ways to our children and we learn about civil government and how to apply God's word to our laws. And if we are voluntarily people of character and faith, then we can be trusted to be citizens, co-kings. That's what our founders believed and they knew it was possible because of the great awakening, the great revival that occurred and people covenanted with God. Our founders also believed that they wanted uh, you and I to be able to govern ourselves. You see, our founders believed that we the people are citizens, not subjects. But today's tyrants say that we are actually functional subjects. That we don't need to think for ourselves and educate ourselves. We need to just do what they say because we are functionally subjects, not co-rulers with the government. See, that's, that's, that's the big difference. Our forefathers, they suffered and they sacrificed and they gave their lives so that we can govern ourselves. But today's tyrants would have you believe that you and I are not skilled enough and smart enough and responsible enough to govern ourselves. We need mommy government, daddy government to do it for us. And they're actually willing to let others suffer and others be sacrificed so they get the power to govern us. After all, they say it's for our good and safety. You see the difference? Our forefathers and foremothers, this is how they governed the nation by trusting God so that people could be personally free to do the right thing and they're willing to take some risks in doing so but our tyrants today tell us that we must trust and obey the government as God for our safety And they're not willing to give you and me personal freedoms because it's too risky. You see, our founders and our forefathers said that if you give up your freedom for safety, 
you deserve neither and you'll get neither because when freedom is the currency of exchange if that's what it costs us to get safety we give up our freedom but safety is a is a myth nobody can keep us safe and historically governments government history is replete with governments promising safety and once they get the freedoms away from the people and the authority away from the people they lock the people up in bondage and that's why our founders made sure that we had the form of government that secured our freedoms didn't promise safety but secured our freedoms under god and we will only keep those freedoms if you and i willingly enter into covenant with god and our people of morality virtue and faith i'm thankful for a country like that i don't buy the promise of freedom in fact I, every time i see freedom uh, promised i know something uh, nefarious is is afoot uh, one of our presidents said the 10 most the scariest words in fact these would be halloween words the 10 scariest words in the english language are i'm from the government and i'm here to help you now you may say oh that's just cynical that's just being pessimistic no it's actually being realistic and the most beautiful gift that we've been given from god is the ability to be free to govern ourselves when we govern ourselves under god and then voluntarily do the right thing to love our neighbors i'm really thankful for that and it's something worth fighting for well i want to just remind you of that it was on my on my mind and i wanted to uh just tell you that that's a huge thing to be thankful for in this thanksgiving season remember that gratitude is the attitude that determines the altitude for living start your day off thanking god and you'll find that your attitude is a whole lot better for the whole day god bless you Uh, if you haven't gotten your copy of the American Covenant book, you can get it at our website. Uh, that's the American Covenant. Dot. Uh, Amer- no, I'm sorry. What is the website? American Campfire Revival. Dot com. American Campfire Revival. Dot com, and a whole bunch of other resources and tools for you there, so that you can share all of these things with your friends, and they can gather, and they can pray, and they can learn together with us. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit kirkcameron.com.